Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Free Lutheran Church Sermon Archive. It's our hope that this message would encourage you in your faith and would help you to get to know God's love, grace, and mercy in a personal way. If you have any questions on the sermon or would like to know more about Maranatha, please visit us on the web at maranathafreelutheran.com or call our church office at 218-498-2808. Thank you, and may God bless. Thank you, Gary, for reminding us that our sins are nailed to the cross. They are paid for, and uh, we all have access to that great, glorious salvation in Christ. Thank you for reminding us of that this, this evening. <clears throat> well, uh, Pastor Quanbeck had asked me if I would share um, through one of the Lenten services and uh, picked out the uh, topic of, or the book of Jonah. And uh, he told me, he said, um, I'd like you to go through all four chapters. That turns out to about 48 verses, and uh, you have 12 to 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, usually it's about a sermon, a chapter, so if you guys are here for about two hours, we should be able to cover it all. <clears throat> So uh, he, uh, he asked me to do a, a speed version, so I'm going to try to do what I can to get through. Um, and it's nothing um, new. You guys know the story of Jonah, and uh, some of this will obviously be review. But um, we're going to take a look at that. In your pew Bibles, you can turn to page 776, is uh, where Jonah is located at in your pew Bibles. And we're going to read, uh, I'm just going to read the first four verses of Jonah. <clears throat> And if you wouldn't mind standing for the reverence of God's word, appreciate that. Jonah 1, 1 through 4, in Jesus' name. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come before me. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So he went down to Joppa, found a ship which was going to Tarshish, paid the fare, and went down into it with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And the Lord hurled a great wind on the sea, and there was a great storm on the sea, so that the ship was about to break up. Go ahead and have a seat, please. Holy Father, thank you for these words. Pray that you be with this time together, may be honored and glorified in the time that we have together here in it. We just thank you for these words, Lord, too, and remind us of um, your great salvation, the need for repentance in our heart and our lives this Lenten season, too. We thank you for, um, again, your goodness and your mercy to us. Amen. <clears throat> okay. Who was Jonah? Jonah was a minor prophet. The responsibility of a prophet was to be a spokesperson for God. God would speak to the prophet what he wanted, and the prophet would relay that to the people that uh, he intended it to go to. In verse 2 of, chapter, of Jonah, chapter 1, God told Jonah to go to the city of Nineveh and tell the Ninevites that God is aware of their wickedness and their sin and tell them that unless they repent of their sin and of their idol worship and cruelty to others, they will be destroyed. Verse 3, we're told that Jonah chose not to obey God, and go to Nineveh, but instead disobeys God by going down to the port of Joppa, where all the ships are instead, and he paid the fare 
to go to the city in the opposite direction to Tarshish. Two times in this verse, it tells us that Jonah's intentions is to flee from God. Twice as indicated there, that he was going to run, and his intent was to, to take off and flee from God. Why didn't Jonah want to go to Nineveh? One reason was that Jonah was an Israelite, and the people of Nineveh hated the Israelites. They were people that uh, tortured people, and I'm not sure if, if uh, Jonah had some personal um, maybe relatives that had been punished or punished by these people or tortured by them, I'm not sure, but he did not have a very good liking at all uh, to the people of Nineveh. The other reason that Jonah knew um, that Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh was he knew that if he warned the people that God just may forgive them of their sin and not take and destroy their city. Jonah hated the people of Nineveh so much he did not want to do what God told him to do. And he didn't want God to forgive them either. So Jonah paid the fare on the boat, bound for Tarshish, and goes down below under the deck and goes to sleep. You know, maybe Jonah was hoping to wake up in the morning and read in the Tarshish Tribune that the city of Nineveh had been destroyed. Or if he looked in the direction of Nineveh the next morning, that God may have done the Sodom and Gomorrah on Nineveh, and he would observe the smoke that destroyed that city. And by running away, hopefully God would destroy that city. Well, Jonah woke up all right, but it wasn't to the peaceful shores of Tarshish. He woke up to a ship that was about to be broken up and a fearful lot of sailors in the midst of a great storm that was sent by God to get Jonah's attention. The sailors on the ship eventually determined that Jonah had angered his God, and this had caused the storm to come upon them all. The only answer to save the ship and them was to throw Jonah overboard into the raging sea. This then caused a calm to come over the sea, and the storm was immediately over. The men on the ship were amazed, and they recognized that Jonah's God of Yahweh is the one and only true God, and they believed on him. Out of the stormy seas and into the great fish goes Jonah for three days and three nights. Jonah's disobedience has its consequences. This is the first time in the story of Jonah that it speaks of him praying to God after he was in the great fish. It says, then Jonah prayed in chapter 2, verse 1. Jonah's prayer of repentance in chapter 2 acknowledged that God hears him and answers his prayer and protected him during this time of disobedience in an attempt to flee from God. Jonah also reestablishes his relationship with God and his ability to be an obedient prophet. After Jonah's prayer of repentance, the great fish vomits Jonah up onto dry land. God's word then comes a second time to Jonah to go to Nineveh and bring them God's message to repent. This time Jonah obeys God and goes to Nineveh proclaiming, Repent of your wicked ways unto God, or in 40 days Nineveh will be destroyed by the hand of God. Immediately after hearing this, warning given by Jonah, the people of Nineveh, including the king, through proclamation, had everyone put on sackcloth and ashes as a way of showing repentance and a hope that God would spare them and their city from destruction through a great revival of approximately 600,000 Ninevite people. 
God observed that the people of Nineveh repented and spared the people of Nineveh and the city itself because of their repentance. Unfortunately, this great repentance brought on in part by Jonah's obedience to God caused Jonah to be greatly displeased. And he became so angry about Nineveh's repentance and revival that he asked God in chapter 4 to take his life. So poor attitude Jonah then went outside of the city to sit and wait for 40 days to see if God would not accept Nineveh's repentance and destroy the city anyway. At the end of chapter 4, there is an object lesson that God tried to use to teach Jonah, asking that if he was justified in being upset about the loss of a plant God had caused him to grow to provide him shade, to his existence he had contributed nothing, in light of that, was not God justified in showing love, mercy, and concern for the repentant people of Nineveh whom he had created? Does Jonah kind of remind you of the kid who was told to go sit in the corner for misbehaving and said to his parents that he was actually sitting on the outside but standing on the inside? <clears throat> it's all about attitude. And Jonah had that. In this book of Jonah, as we look back a little bit, who needed repentance? Obviously, Jonah did, God's prophet. 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, and Pastor Lloyd talked about that on Sunday, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Jonah had been disobedient to God. His hatred for the people of Nineveh was also in need of repentance and also his bad attitude. Who else needed repentance? The wicked people of Nineveh. Isaiah 66, 2 says, For my hand made all these things. Thus all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. Nineveh's sinfulness and wickedness against God came before him, and God uh, was aware of it. And uh, because they repented of their sin, God forgave them after they repented of their sin. Who else needed repentance in the story of Jonah? Jesus. Jesus saved them, didn't he? The sailors and the people on the ship. 1 Timothy 2, 3, and 4 says, This is a good and acceptable thing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. The people that Jonah had a contact with on, this, on the ship observed and saw that the God of Jonah was powerful. He caused the sea to stop the storm when they threw Jonah over. And they recognized that the, uh, the God of Yahweh was a true God and uh, uh, understood and, and uh, repented of their sin as well. First John 1.9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Repentance can be to any person. And the call to worship is also in Acts 3.19 says, Repent then, turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out that time of refreshing may come from the Lord. 
I'm not sure where everybody is at here in their life, but there's different situations here. We see in Jonah's story of the people of Nineveh who were wicked individuals who uh, hated the people of Israel but repented. There was the uh, Jonah, obviously, a, a, a man of God who was in need of repentance for his attitude and his hatred towards the people. The day-to-day people that Jonah came across on the boat who needed repentance. God wants all people to be saved and that repentance is available to each and every one of us. And as Acts 3.19 says, what a, 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 a time of refreshing comes after repentance. And if you have not ever repented of your sin, if you haven't ever realized who God is in your life, um, he is here and willing to accept your forgiveness and your, your repentance unto forgiveness and unto salvation. So we've seen here um, three different individuals or different groups of people that um, through repentance came to have a relationship with, with God. And I just want to challenge you too, if you don't have a relationship with God, to find that repentance, to humble yourself before him, and uh, he will give you that refreshing that comes after knowing him as your Savior. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you again for your word. Thank you for the examples of Jonah and the people of Nineveh, and also the people on the boat, Lord, too, who recognized who you were, humbled themselves before you, and uh, got themselves right with you, too, by humbling themselves through repentance. And thank you for the uh, repentance that we can have through you unto salvation. And just pray that you would watch over and keep us and keep us for the rest of this, this um, evening. And uh, thank you for the time we're able to spend together. We just thank you and praise you for salvation as well that comes through you and through you alone. And the peace that passes all understanding through it. Pray these things in your name. Amen.